on the health of nations. Ridley repeats the common belief that, quote, the vast majority of people are better protected against disease, unquote. But in fact, most of us are far more vulnerable to the most worrisome diseases now than people were in the Stone Age for the simple reason that, with very few exceptions, the infectious diseases most deadly to humans simply didn't exist in prehistory. They are byproducts of civilization itself. Before agriculture, humans didn't live with domesticated animals from with which pathogens mutated into forms of dangerous to our species. Only after agriculture did tuberculosis, cholera, smallpox, influenza, and other well-known scourges of human humanity emerge in population centers with density sufficient to allow their spread once they mutated to human hosts. The same can be said of many of the non-infectious diseases most lethal to our species. They're caused by civilization, not alleviated by it. The misalignment between our evolved physiology and the diet and lifestyle encouraged by Western civilization is behind many diseases of civilization. Coronary heart disease, obesity, hypertension, type 2 diabetes, many types of cancer, autoimmune diseases, and osteoporosis are all rare or absent among foragers. Researchers have seen this process play out repeatedly in parts of the world experiencing so-called development. In an essay called The Price of Progress, anthropologist John Bodley surveyed the health consequences typically suffered by people as their societies shift into civilization. First, as people enter the global economic system, they become vulnerable to diseases such as obesity and diabetes. Second, Development disrupts pre-existing ecological balances, often resulting in higher rates of bacterial and parasitic diseases. For example, lots of standing water from construction projects can increase malaria. Third, when development fails as it, as it often does, it leaves once self-sufficient societies living in, an, in impoverished, filthy slums, subject to the many assaults on health associated with such conditions. Bodley looked at the findings of an eight-member team of medical specialists, anthropologists, and nutritionists funded by the Medical Research Council of New Zealand and the World Health Organization, who investigated the health of a genetically related population in the South Pacific at various points along a continuum of increasing involvement with the cash economy, the modern diet, and urbanization. After eight years of work, the team reported that they were beginning to observe that the more an islander takes on the ways of the West, the more prone he is to succumb to our degenerative, degenerative diseases. In fact, they concluded, it does not seem too much to say our evidence now shows that the farther the Pacific natives move from the quiet, carefree life of their ancestors, the closer they come to gout, diabetes, osteoclerosis, atherosclerosis, obesity, and hypertension. But what about the dental health? Sure, that's a vast improvement, right? Not really. When Buffalo Bill's Wild West show came to London in 1894, one thing that impressed Londoners about the Lakota Indians was their oral health. 
An article in the Journal of the Royal Anthropological Institute from that year reported that although half of them were in their 40s or older, none of the 10 Lakota had any cavities or missing teeth. In the 1930s, an American dentist named Buston Price studied tribal people around the world to understand what conditions contributed to dental health. Price's travels looks took him to Alaska, the Canadian Yukon, Hudson Bay, Vancouver Island, Florida, the Andes, the Amazon, Samoa, Tahiti, New Zealand, Australia, New Caledonia, Fiji, the Torres Strait, Fine features of the Aboriginal Maori, but dismayed at the impact of the Western diet, writing, quote, Their modernization was demonstrated only, not only by the high incidence of dental cares, cavities, Their modernization was demonstrated not only by the high incidence of dental caries cavities, but also by the fact that 90% of the adults and 100% of the children had abnormalities of the dental arches. Unquote. Skeletal muscle of agricultural people support bright precious decisions, showing that the raw... Income diseases from which so many people, much people. There their modernization was demonstrated not only by the high incidence of dental caries but also by the fact that 90% of the adults and 100% of the children had abnormalities of the dental arches. Skeletal muscle remains of pre-agricultural people support Price's insights, showing that the cavities and gum diseases from which so many modern people suffer didn't arise until the grain-based diet of civilization and monoculture. Scientists analyzing skeletal remains found in modern-day Sudan, for example, concluded that less than... 1% of the hunter-gatherers living in the area suffered from tooth decay. Once the local population took up agriculture, however, the rate quickly increased around 20%. When our diet is in alignment with our species' involved, evolved... The original meaning of the word palliative, dating to the 15th century, was care that relieves a symptom of assassin. The new diet brought... 
After eight years of work, the team reported that they were beginning to observe that the more an islander takes on the ways of the West, the more prone he is to succumb to our degenerative diseases. In fact, they concluded, it does not seem too much to say that our evidence now shows that the farther the Pacific natives move from the quiet, carefree life of their ancestors, the closer they come to gout, diabetes, atherosclerosis, obesity, and hypertension. What about dental health? Surely that's a vast improvement, right? Not really. When Buffalo, Wild, Buffalo Bill's Wild West show came to London in 1894, one thing that impressed Londoners about the Lakota is fresh air. Need fresh air. In the 1930s, an American dentist named Weston Price studied travel people around the world to understand what conditions contributed to dental health. Price's travels took him to Alaska, the Canadian Yukon, Hudson Bay, Vancouver Island, Florida, the Andes, Amazon, Samoa, Tahiti, New Zealand, Australia, New Caledonia, Fiji, Torres Strait, East Africa, and the Nile. Wherever he went, Price found the same thing. If people were still eating their traditional diet, their teeth were perfect. But where they'd already begun the transition to a modern diet, cavities, missing teeth, and the ulcer. If people were still eating their... But where they'd already begun to transition to a modern diet, cavities, missing teeth, and other abnormalities were common. The new diet brought with it reduced resistance to other diseases due to chronic oral infections that weakened the immune system, as well as crowded dysplasia's teeth. Like any... Like many earlier travelers in New Zealand, price was quickly. You died probably reduced resistance to other diseases due to chronic oral infections that weaken the immune system as well as crowded, misplaced teeth, gum diseases, distortion of the face, and pinching of the nasal cavity. Like many earlier travelers to New Zealand, Price was struck by... Like many earlier travelers to New Zealand, Price was struck by the robust health and fine features of the Aboriginal Maori, but dismayed at the impact of the Western diet writing. Their modernization was demonstrated not only by the high incidence of dental caries, but also by the fact that 90% of the adults and 100% of the children had abnormalities of the dental arches. Council remains a prayer cultural group with all support.
skeletal remains of pre-agricultural people support prices insights showing that the cavities and gum diseases from which so many modern people suffered didn't arise until the grain-based diets of civilization in monoculture. Scientists analyzing skeletal remains found in modern-day Sudan, for example, concluded that less than 1% of the hunter-gatherers living in the area suffered from tooth decay. Once the local population took up agriculture, however, the rate quickly increased to around 20%. When our diet is in alignment with our species' evolved requirements, we don't suffer from tooth decay, and there is ev even evidence that our bodies can heal a decaying tooth.